Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Trigger warning. The following episode contains descriptions of graphic violence, sexual assault, and adult language. Viewer discretion is advised. I'm Danielle. I'm Max. And each Wednesday, we crack open a bottle of wine and dive in to some thrills, chills, and spills. This is Innocent Till Tipsy. St. Patrick's Day case. Yeah. Yeah. We are not on theme at all. I don't know. Nope. You're wearing green. Am I? Not really. Um. Yeah, this counts. This is my green. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been a big fan of St. Patrick's Day. I'm going to pinch you or something. Please don't. <laughs> I used to hate that in I school. I feel like that's like assault and especially could be like- They would pinch so hard in school. Like, you remember that? Yeah. The boys especially, they'd come up to you and they'd be like- like try to really pinch you now that's yeah. like sexual assault you go home <laughs> yeah it's ridiculous don't pinch people gosh um so yeah we're not even on theme with our wine do you want to tell us about our wine that we're going to pair with our case today yes i will tell you about this okay well i know you picked this um but i am excited to try this so yeah. this bottle is scarlet vine i don't know if you can see it it's very cute um it's uh like a woman that also vine um so it's <laughs> made up of vines i know but there's a little story in the back oh. um it's um the story of the scarlet vine has long been told by those who admire and fear her her bold independence and seductive strength are legendary who her, her beauty grows as she ages so i like well i mean like wine you know age like a fine wine yeah um this is a 2017 bottle i believe i know yeah. i saw that no i, I lied 2019 so Totally off. 2017. Three years ago. (laughs) Well, in a few years, it will be older. Um, But this bottle is anywhere from $20 to $12. Well, $12.99. I spent fifteen ninety nine on it. Okay, so right in the middle, you know, overpay. Yeah. No, but you didn't find it the cheapest place either. So, Darn. but I'm excited. It's a Cab Sav, and I know we love that. So we do love a Cab. It's Sav. like from selected vineyards. Where's our aerator? Okay, we're swirling. Oh, Matilda's oh, in the I way. Oh, I poured like a huge glass. I guess I'm out of practice. <laughs> we I'm need used a glass of home wine drinking today. where I'm like, I don't want to pour two. <laughs> Let's just pour it all in. Here we go. It's fine. Anyways, beautiful bottle. Oh, I don't know about swirling on a white placemat. Oh, it's I like know. sloshing. I know a trick though to get, um, well, I used to use like a baking soda trick to get, um, stains out like with the, cause obviously I'm a red wine drinker. So you have to be a professional about that. That is not what I thought you were about to say. <laughs> I've heard of baking soda. I think it's baking soda. Yes. That's the one that has arm and hammer. Yeah. Right? Okay. If you put that in your ground beef, it doesn't get all like gross. How did you go from wine? To I don't know. Cause beef? you're like, I have a baking soda trick. I was like, me too. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I was like, that's not what I thought you were going to say. But now the legs on this look really good, by the way. Yeah, I know. I am like pleasantly surprised. Okay, like sniff, sniff, drink. It's good. It's a cab salve. Like you can definitely tell like immediately. It comes down pretty strong, mm-hmm. which is good. Strong, but not mm-hmm. like, but like it's very um, light at the same time. Like the taste is strong, mm-hmm. but like, you know how some, I feel like some cab salves you have to like chew. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like very dark. Mm-hmm. They said it, well, it's scarlet. So that makes sense. There you have it. It doesn't make it. There it is. There it is. 
Okay. Okay. I like this. I like it too. I don't know. I like, I don't know if I'd buy it again though. I don't know. I'm not, I wouldn't, I wouldn't buy it, it, buy it. I just like it. <laughs> That's good. Look at the legs. Good legs. Good legs. <laughs> Get legs. Um, I had a hard time choosing a case um, for St. Patrick's Day. There's a lot out there. I was even looking at the, I know we want to do a heist at some point in Ooh, time. Yes. Yeah. So I was looking at the museum, um, the Gardner Museum heist. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of people have done that and a lot of attention's kind of been brought to that. And I kind of wanted to do something that had more of like a purpose yeah. behind it for sure. Um, so Sasha had actually sent me a bunch of links um, for different cases and everything. And there was one that like really stood out to me. And I don't know why, if it's because it's based in Florida and that's where I'm from and live. I don't know if that's like what it was, but honestly, like since Sasha sent me this case, it's like all I think about every day. Oh, <laughs> and I don't know why it has struck like such a nerve with me. Um, but it's re it's a unsolved murder case. I know. Oh, still I to this day. That's so nuts to me that things yeah. can be unsolved still. I know. It's terrifying that that can actually happen. I know. So this is a 32-year-old cold case that they are still working on over in um, Palm Beach. So yeah. And and they have been like really dedicated to this case. Um, I had actually posted about this. So if you're on my TikTok, you might be familiar with it. It's the case of 14-year-old Rachel Hurley. And as soon as Sasha sent that to me, as I said, it struck a nerve. So I immediately went to TikTok to hopefully spread word of her case. Yeah. You never know who you can reach and who might know something. And like sometimes people, it takes time for them to be able to talk or ready to talk. Exactly. Yeah. So, and sometimes too, like they're, the Palm um, Beach County Sheriff's Office is also looking for people like, say you suspect your grandfather or your father, like you can come in and supply DNA for them as well Yes, for genetical, you know, like the link to them. So it's something you just never know, but unfortunately I'm in TikTok jail right now. (laughs) (laughs) So you're going to have to watch us somewhere else. No, just kidding. TikTok. You're not in TikTok jail forever. Not forever. It just, it drives me crazy that like all the cases that I want to get views, like Rachel's case or like, um, God, we've talked about Tracy day on yes. here before things like that. For some reason they don't get the views, but like Lorena Bobbitt got a lot of views. Like, so we've been talking about yeah. it. Cause like with their algorithm, they keep flagging your stuff, right? Yeah. For mm. Bullying for weird something? things. So I, and I don't know, it's, I do talk about sensitive subject matters, but I try yes. to keep it. So do very, other TikTokers. Yeah. And, but I mean, honestly, like anyone in the true crime community, they kind of get flagged like automatically anyways. So anything you're seeing is because we squeezed it through through the algorithm but yeah it just sucks because as soon as you like get anything flagged on there everything kind of goes off the for you page for a minute so um rachel's case didn't get the same amount of numbers as like a lot of other videos that i post get so i wanted to talk about her on here just to like maybe we you just never know who you can reach we're on the 32nd anniversary of her murder and so definitely wanted to touch on her yes so She was a lively 14-year-old who attended Jupiter Middle School over in Jupiter, Florida. And Jupiter, in case you're not familiar with Florida, is super swanky. Is it really? I don't know much about Jupiter, Oh my gosh, Tiger Woods. Oh. Um, Everyone that, okay, so Miami, of course, is Miami, Mm -hmm. but Jupiter is where, like, glam money goes. Like, there's so, I I forget, like, per capita, they have more plastic surgeons than others in the country. Something like that. It's, like, very... I'm sure there's another side of Jupiter. It's not just celebrities living there, but it's like the Beverly Hills of Florida. I didn't know that. And I live in Florida. I just live in Mickey Mouse land. So, (laughs) (laughs) um, 
Rachel was a very popular girl in school. In fact, her friends would say she was the most popular girl in school. Um, and her favorite thing to do was sing Sweet Child of Mine at the top of her lungs. So Aww. a very outgoing yes. young lady. Um, she was the youngest child of a middle-class family to her mother, Andrea, and her father, Daniel. Now, Daniel was a school teacher and a coach of some of the sports teams. And he remained a coach until he died. He actually passed away in 2019. Oh, wow. So recently. Yeah, very recently. Um, so... Yeah, and he he still doesn't, you know, he he died not knowing who murdered his daughter. Like that's it's awful. Yeah, it's yeah. something the officer that's working on her case now that really like stuck with him. Um now she was very close Ra- Rachel was with her older sister Erica, who if you see a photo of Erica now, spitting image. Like it's like really? as, as if Rachel like was H. Like it's crazy. Oh my gosh, that's they so looked nuts. An awful lot of like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And both gorgeous girls. Um we should be able to put some photos up of the two well, of Rachel especially. Um so it was Friday evening, March sixteenth, nineteen ninety. So the day before St. Patrick's Day. And after school, Rachel went with her friend Aaron and their new friend Maddie. Um they went over to Maddie's house. Now Maddie just moved from New York. Um so I feel bad like this poor girl had just like moved and everything. Made and a friend. I know. Yes. And all this happened. Uh, they watched the movie Basket Case, which was a horror movie back in the day. I've never seen it. I haven't either. I was like, no. oh, have you seen that? No. Yeah. I had to like look it up and I, I couldn't tell you now what it was about. It seemed <laughs> On VHS yeah. back in the day. Can you imagine? <laughs> I wonder if they rented it from Blockbuster. Blockbuster. <laughs> now the girls had planned on spending St. Patrick's Day out boating with some cute boys that they knew. Mm, that'd be mm-hmm. fun. But naturally, they omitted the boating part as well as the boys part when talking to their parents. Uh-huh. They're like, oh, I'm just going over to hang out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no big no deal. details. We're going to the beach. Don't worry about it. Um, yes. Um, so I wonder how kids do that nowadays with social media and everything else. Like, no way. You... Parents have like trackers on phones. I don't, I don't know. I don't the know. kids are smart, though. Because like back in the Shoot. 80s and the 90s, I mean, this was just entering 1990, like that I mean that was kind of what we all used to do like, <laughs> I got caught sneaking around one time I never did it again <laughs> I was like I'm not the bowling alley my mom's like it's closed on Sundays so I'm like shoot darn <laughs> not good at that yeah so March 17th St. Patrick's Day of 1990 Maddie Aaron and Rachel left Zeke's boat dock that morning and spent the day boating and hydrosliding with those boys so I, I don't know if you've seen hydro sliding. They yes, like drag. it looks like so fun. It looks like so much fun. Yeah. So they had a great time that day, but Rachel's mom was due to pick her back up at Bois Park at three o'clock. Okay. Now Bois Park is, a, is different than Carlin Park. So her mom thought she was like over there. Mm-hmm, um, but she's mm-hmm. picking her up somewhere else. Yeah. Gotcha. So Carlin Park is about a, a mile away, about a half hour walk um, back. Mm-hmm. Shoot, kids walk everywhere. That's I nuts. I know. And you think too, like back then we were still super trusting and everything as well. So you really wouldn't have thought anything of like Right, of a 30 back, minute right? walk and now a teenager on a 30 minute walk. You're like, yeah, yeah. no. <laughs> so at 2.45 was actually when Rachel and her friends pulled into shore at Carlin Beach, Park Beach. So she's only got 15 minutes between Carlin Park to Du Bois Park, like to mm-hmm. go meet her mom, right? Um, so Rachel's stressed. <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh crap. Yeah, yeah. I wanna, like I gotta get going here, guys. Now her friends had to use the restroom, and they asked her to wait for her for them, but she was like, no, like my mom's gonna be pissed. Like I gotta get going here. Mm-hmm. So she turned on her heel, she flipped her hair, and that was the last her friends saw of her. She took oh off God. down the beach. Yeah. 
So Rachel's mom, Andrea Hurley, actually had started to wonder if that was if that was the place that she was supposed to pick her daughter up or if it was somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, because she was late. Yeah. I mean, she's not there. Yeah. Um, or maybe Rachel had gotten a ride home with someone else from the park. Teenagers. Yeah, she wasn't sure. Of course, this is in the time before cell phones. So yeah. no way for her to have contacted or anything. And Rachel was very, oh, she was never late for anything really. So this was strange. So her mom thought, well, maybe I'll head home and just see if she's there you know yeah maybe she beat me back right um so she went home and rachel wasn't there so andrea called rachel's friends all of them were surprised that she wasn't home yet but thought maybe she got caught up chatting with someone that she'd run into on the trail back because there was a trail in between carlin and du Bois park okay that they had kind of assumed that rachel would have taken yeah yeah um, so worried, her mother and her friends returned back to the beach um, to start looking for Rachel at 345. There was about 75 of them at one point out looking. So this was, they knew something was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, by five o'clock, the sheriff's department would join them with close to 100 deputies. Whoa. So they really put out the search. Isn't that crazy? Because they not only came... And fast. That's pretty fast. That's so fast. Because usually you hear these cases, especially back then, there was usually that 48-hour window. They're like, oh, she's out of friends. Oh, she ran away. Oh, she didn't want to go home. Like, Yeah. I th- it's yeah. interesting to me that it was so quick. That's good. So, and yeah, and they had 100 deputies, horses, three canine units out looking for her, wow. two boats, and even a helicopter. I wish they would take everyone's missing person cases seriously as this. Like I don't know what Jupiter was like back then, but like I said, that's kind of makes sense for Jupiter. Yeah. People don't go missing in Jupiter. Mm. It's like a very safe, well now, I don't know, maybe they, I'm sure they do, but like it's supposed to be a very safe and like upscale community. That makes sense. So, then, so yeah. if someone's so missing out a girl, the- they're like, find her. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Now, one of Rachel's friends would later reflect that as they were searching the woods, suddenly adults pulled all of the teenagers out. They wanted them to search more open areas. I think mm. at that point, the adults realized that they were probably looking for Rachel's body. Yeah. And they didn't want her, their friends to like find, find her. her. Yeah. Um, around 8.15 that evening, Rachel's father, Daniel, would emerge from the woods saying, we found her, but we think she's dead. Her father found her? her? Fa- I don't know if her father found her. He just came out and said that. Oh, yeah. But, but a like, search party, yes. a part of the search party did find her in the woods. Oh. Mm-hmm. So Rachel was found in those woods uh, in the trail, like between the two, mm-hmm. the two parks. Um, and she was pulled slightly away from the trail, investigators would say. Um, Rachel's body was naked, face up, mm-hmm. and her clothes were nearby. Her autopsy report would show that she'd been badly beaten, raped, and strangled. And that she'd fought for her life, too. Like, she put up a darn good fight against whoever. Which makes me wonder, like, it's the middle of the day. How did no one hear anything? But if it's a trail that goes through the woods, like, I don't know, maybe people are just walk you know it's like an exercise path like it's not like it's like fully populated all the time or something yeah and investigators would say that that day at the beach was super windy so a lot of people at the beach yeah it's loud and then like a lot of people weren't at the beach as as usual like Mm, like not as many as usual because it was so windy out like the sand would even it was that windy that day that the sand would hurt your bare legs ouch Yeah. yeah so 
Um, detective's first theory, um, was that she had cut through the woods, um, to meet her mom and then someone had pulled her completely off of the trail. Now that had actually centered around the possibility of a homeless man committing the murder because in that wooded area where Rachel's body was found, there was a number of homeless people that were reported to have lived there. Mm. So initially that's where they're they kind of centered around um, over 50 homeless men would be questioned in Rachel. Whoa, Hurley's 50 death. homeless mm. men that they thought were living in the, those woods. I know that's a lot of people I, for a short, what? 30 minute, 15 minute walk. But then I wonder, so I don't know if they were all living in that woods. Sure, for a but while suspected. they thought a homeless transient. people are yeah. transient. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah. So over the years, And I told you, this is going to be like a super short um, missing persons case, but I just kind of wanted to get her name back out there because we're, you know, um, so over the years, there's been several persons of interest. Um, however, it's still unsolved. Nobody has been arrested. There's been a couple of persons. Is there a prime suspect or a few? They had one guy that they really thought, I think in like 2019 had done it, but his DNA wasn't a match for it. Oh my God. I feel like they could just DNA test everyone. I know that the crime labs like do not support that. And then again, like more urgent cases than cold cases, but Uh, but it seems like there should be evidence that she was naked. Well, and it was there a sexual assault. There was, yeah. Yeah. She'd been brutally raped. But then here's the question to that. Like he must've done this again. Like you don't just stop after one, especially if you get away with one. Oh yeah. So where is he? You know, um, they've tested the DNA of over 120 men in connection to this case. That's a lot of DNA yeah. that they've processed. Yeah. So they they have like really tried to track this guy down and still haven't been able to. Um, now they are still asking for anyone with information to come forward. Um, Detective William Springer, he kind of took over the cold case. Um, and he said, I know that somebody out there has firsthand knowledge that could put us on the right track to put this person in jail and they need to step up and do the right thing. So even if you suspect someone in your family, maybe like even in the past, say they've even passed away just so that Rachel's family can have the closure that they need. Um, just make sure you reach out. We'll make sure to put the Palm beach sheriff's office number on the screen. If you don't want to say your name or anything, that's fine. They're taking anonymous tips. Or if you're nervous about calling the sheriff's department and think they can track you, don't worry about it. You can call into crime stoppers at 1-800-458-8477 and give an anonymous tip, um, in the disappearance or in the murder of Rachel Hurley. Um, the Palm Beach Sheriff's Office has said that they know that someone out there knows who killed her. So sure. they they want you to come forward and help them. So since they've tested so much DNA, do they think it still was potentially a homeless man or do they think it could have been somebody else? So they haven't really elaborated on what I can tell. There's been actually a couple of podcast episodes released from the Palm Beach Sheriff's Office Whoa. concerning this case. Yeah, because they're still, they really are like pounding the pavement looking for this guy. Um, so even 30 plus years later. Yeah. Um, so they have talked um, on that podcast about there's no like particular suspect, but they really do want to put it out there. If you're a young person and you think that maybe your father or your grandfather was in that area, even at that point in time to give either, give them your DNA sample. He says, we're not outright arresting people, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're not, yeah. it's not like your dad's going to be like under arrest immediately or your grandfather's yeah. going to be under arrest. immediately. they've got to test your DNA before they put, you know, before anyone. they could eliminate or consider it. Yeah. Yeah. But just to kind of put that out there, um, yeah, uh, it's it's so hard because I feel like with cases like these, 
I know it was 30 years ago and like, it's not as pressing as you were saying, like, you know, current missing people cases or anything like that, but you just never know, like, has he done this again? Well, that's what, so did they recover her clothes? And was there, okay. Mm -hmm. So there's gotta be something Mm -hmm. that they have to match against. And Mm -hmm. like you mentioned, he's probably a reoffender. Yeah. So that'd be interesting. It seems very solvable. Yeah, it does. Yeah. So on that, and it's, it's so interesting too. Cause I, yesterday, I mean, we were talking about at the beginning of this, you know, um, certain TikToks, current missing people, all of that. Um, it doesn't get the amount of views that you normally like want it to get. And I did want to touch at the end of this case. Um, you know, we talked a lot about Rachel Hurley. Um, we just had, um, Tracy Lynn day's daughter yeah. Kaylin, on our podcast. And I was watching her live because she did that event for her mom. Yes. Um, yes, yes. At the whale statue and Juneau, Alaska. Um, cause her mom, but was her, the third anniversary of her mom's disappearance. And she even said on her live, like she does ASMR. We were talking about that. Mm-hmm. She normally gets like sometimes like 30k views, like ridiculous amount of views. But, but then her mom's no, her mom, it was like max a thousand yesterday. So it's just not getting the coverage it should and it's being no. censored or s- yeah. like by the algorithm. Or some but I don't po- even know some, if it's something. the algorithm. I honestly, I know people say they care, but I do feel like people scroll by when it comes to cases like this. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. I know for myself, since transitioning to a working-from-home environment, the importance of taking care of your own mental health. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You'll be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Now, it's not a crisis line, and it's not self-help. It is professional therapy done securely online. The service is available for clients worldwide, and you can log into your account anytime, day or night, to message your therapist. It's more affordable than traditional in-person therapy, and financial aid is available. You can visit their website and read other clients' testimonials that are posted daily. Visit betterhelp.com slash ITT, that's better, H-E-L-P, and join the over 2 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. And for listeners of Innocent Till Tipsy, you can go to their website and get an additional 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash ITT. That's betterhelp.com slash ITT. So uh, we've talked a lot on my TikTok about Amber Hagerman and the Amber Alerts and how that came to pass and to not silence your phone when it comes to an Amber Alert. And I really just wanted to drive that home again. If you see something like this, I know that you might not be involved or you might be not even near the area where it happens, but you don't know who you can reach on your socials you don't know what impact you could actually have. It really is such a small world. That one share button, it really does. It could make the difference. It really really could. could. You hear about things all the time. The reason that they're reinvestigating the Kristen Smart case is because of that podcast from your own backyard. So, you know, you don't know when you can make a difference. So I wanted to talk about Rachel again. I wanted to, of course, mention Tracy Linde again. I never stop talking about Tracy, no matter how many views it gets. I don't care. I love her so much. So, yeah. So uh, make sure um, if you know anything about Rachel's murder, um, let the Palm Beach um, County Police know. And yeah, that's kind of, I mean, it's such a short and brief case, but yeah, maybe we'll be continuing this. Maybe we will. You never know. I mean, that Mm -hmm. Tara Grinstead solved because of a podcast. Yeah. And media, not because, okay, sorry, just to get a lot more credit than just the podcast, but like, yeah, because the the attention was shown on her case. Yeah. So you just never know. So yeah. Well, cheers. Cheers. How did you like the wine? 
solid six or seven. I'm I still take, drinking it. I but. know. Well, always drink wine, but yeah. yes. Yeah, until next time. A Huda Media Production.